start to this podcast all right uh start it off buddy hey adam how are you real natural welcome to the adam asks chuck podcast i am adam this is uh charlie very very good i'm just gonna steamroll him and not let him talk uh i think it's only fair You, you get your time uh so sit there buddy blue shirt i like it he's got the um he's got kind of a baby blue button up short sleeve which uh, I've said before, I think is kind of like rubbing it in the face of uh, blue collar workers that have to wear that kind of thing, or like mailmen, or and you're just a UPS guy. You're just like, yeah, I wear this when I want to look good. I don't appreciate you taking my role on the podcast of guy who keeps talking with no pauses, so the other guy can't talk despite saying nothing. I think that was very rude. You oh, I've edited. You have you have pauses. Don't don't get it twisted. All right. Well, just as long as I don't let you jump in, I'm happy with my role here. All right. Well, I don't know if we're combative or playful. I, I don't either. We'll find out. Um, it should be interesting at the very least. Um, you know, I could. Uh, should I just get into? Yeah, I don't see any way that this is natural without you know, just I, jumping right in. I also don't see how you think it could be interesting at the very least. We could vary. Very easily be not interested. There's, oh, we can I'm, be I'm, less than interesting. Oh, I'm worried that the whole thing's never been interesting. Oh yeah, but they're they're listening. All seven of them mm, on they a good keep, day. Keep coming back. Uh, today, a few less. Sometimes I go and check, and it, it shows you in that individual day how many. And uh, not, not a great day, Whew. guys. It's it's a Wednesday. We need you to pick it up. Hit play seven times a piece, mm-hmm. and that'll get us up to a total of uh seven listens yes um yeah that would be wonderful um so i guess uh you know i was thinking today um i don't do it often but uh today i chose to think a bit and uh i thought you looked sweaty i haven't uh read too much that i remember in school and one one that i don't think we read that i feel like everyone knows uh, i would like to be caught up on uh tom sawyer huck finn Ah. huckleberry finn you remember this? I know. So, first off, let's distinguish two separate books, two separate characters, both show up in each other's books. What? You didn't I know did that not one? know that. You didn't know I know that? the adventures of uh, Huckleberry Finn. That's the second that's like, one. That's the one people talk about more, is it not? That's regarded as a better... What's the first one called? Uh, the Hijinks of Tom Sawyer or something. It's uh, I have it, never it's a lot... heard that in my life. It's not the hijinks of Tom Sawyer, okay, but it's like, but <laughs> it might be the adventures of Tom Sawyer. Isn't Huck Finn the, like, nutty one? Or is Tom Sawyer the rapscallion? So, yeah, here's, here's, so Tom Sawyer is, like, he's a mischief maker, but he's got, like, parent figures, and he's got kind of, like, like, he's growing up in an okay family, and he's like, oh, but I'm gonna go be a screwy weirdo, and I'm gonna throw a dead cat at a frog and I'm going to make everybody paint the fence. That kind of feels like the rapscallionry, which may or may not be a word in my neighborhood. I feel like uh, the privileged f- children get to kind of screw around. They don't get in trouble as much. They have the free time. They don't have to get jobs. 
I'm just trying to make sure we establish this as a, a socially progressive podcast right away. But I recognize it. Yeah. So you got Tom Sawyer, who's like doing okay, always causing trouble, always getting away with it. Yeah, he's lovable. He's uh, he's got a little privilege that Tommy boy. How do you? I don't know that I could find a book character lovable. I feel like I, mean, I, I got to see him. that big dumb mug on TV. I mean, to the to the people who lived in. Uh, I can't oh, I remember see. where they're from. He was regarded like, as lovable. It's like, oh, you, Tom. But, but then you weren't hug- at home just going, oh, Tommy. Right, right. But then uh, I think my mom probably read me those. Ooh. My mom read me a... Really? Uh, yeah. Adult, adult books? Or We might have read like the cribbed version, of, or not cribbed, but... Uh, the crib death version where everyone dies in their <laughs> crib in the first chapter and the, there's no rest of the book. No, that sounds more like Grimm's Fairy Tales, which my dad tried to read me and my brother that once, and uh, unbelievably boring. Really? I couldn't, we couldn't get anywhere in it. Grimm's I mean, Fairy Tales. Grimm's Fairy it Tales. It sounds interesting. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's like, you're like, oh, kids would like fairy tales, but Grimm's Fairy Tales, uh, very adult. Yeah, it almost sounds like uh, Grimm. And so the, the reading adult. level, which equated to the listening level, essentially, because we were both in bed listening to these stories just whew, it was dry it was not paint a picture for me here pal what uh what uh what, what were y'all wearing when you'd be read stories pajamas with were their feet uh no okay. i'd probably wear pajama pants or shorts i was never really that big of a pajama pants guy okay i'm more of a athletic shorts with no underwear on guy oh hell yeah it feels fantastic um Excuse now, me. here's the thing. I think the footy pajamas are kind of just not comfortable. It feels just like a thing parents do because they're like, it's whimsical and cute, and we like looking at it. So mm-hmm. you're going to have this uncomfortable stitching on the bottom of your feet. Not comfortable. Socks work not much practical. more com- yeah. comfortable. It's really just a, oh, what a cute kid kind of thing. But I, I resent it. Very silly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my parents read me books. Like, my mom would read us books. I don't know how old. My brother's like two and a half years older than me. And uh, she read the first Harry Potter to us. Really? So I don't know what, how that dates it, but like she kept reading to us for a while. That's a nice way to go to bed. And I imagine as as an adult, it's, there's worse ways to hang out with your kid than. Yeah. So uh, my girlfriend has a roommate who grew up in this. So roommates uh, transgender. She came out as, or they came out as gay at one point growing up, and their family basically just disowned them. The community at one point, their church prayed for them Yeesh. because, uh, yeah, and they were banned from reading Harry Potter and biked themselves as a child to the library to read Harry Potter. Oh. My girlfriend's like, what a badass. Like, I and that, that's, that's probably true because it was a little kid, but, but I'm thinking like when the first Harry Potter came, book came out, kids my age were like smoking pot that was their rebellion they weren't reading <laughs> going to read harry potter it wasn't around yeah i uh that's that's quite the story i can't imagine wanting to read a book and, end of sentence yeah. i mean no i'm joking no, I'm, hmm, hey what would make you want to read a book more though than everybody that you dislike and that tells you no just like says don't read this book i Be guess like, i gotta see what's in this book it's not a bad point were there boobs? In Harry Potter? Yeah. No. 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 Oh, okay. It was weird. Nobody had sex in those books. Not one person had sex. It's weird that a children's book didn't... But, I mean, there was so much sexual you think tension. they should have implied it? Was there sexual tension? Yeah. What? They the had a whole... the film. 
feel like film just is like, well, I was, we're on TV. We, we got to show people. So I was projecting a lot of sexual tension. In okay, movies, that makes but... sense based on the age and demographic. Yeah. There's a lot of projected sexual tension. So yeah, Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer in his. So to clarify the two, yeah, Tom Sawyer, Rapscallion, Huck Finn, like legitimately from a bad family. Latchkey kid, right? Right. Okay. At best, latchkey kid, poor kid was kind of like, you know, use the N-word a lot. Walk, like, it was kind of like, oh, Tom that, gets into... Was that bad, or was that, like, the from the adult's perspective, was that the nicest thing he did? The most socially accepted thing he did was use the N-word? I think it... I mean, I think Twain was... Twain didn't write the N-word like he was for it. Right. I mean, I it was like, like, hey, this kid's kind of rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. What, what year did this book come out in? That might help me a little bit. Uh, turn of the century. So, like... 1900-ish. Okay, that's helpful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Twain. I know a decent amount about... By the way, listeners, I know what century. I'm just being... Yeah. That's, sheesh, sheesh, sheesh. that's one of the few examples of... You're, you're My fishy Playing a little bit. Yeah. That's going to sound really, really awful. Whistly. We'll see. It's fun to say. It is. Try it at home. We'll pause. Ah, ah, I that was it. good. That was, I mean, that was fun. Eh, All right, nice job. Thanks for participating. <laughs> it's an interactive podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, Twain. I uh, I visited Mark Twain's birthplace. Ooh, where's that? Hannibal, Missouri. Hospital. Home Hospital. birth. Huh? Was it a home birth? Oh, his, was, oh, he I, wrote a I book at the know. turn of the century. It was probably a... probably. I don't know if it was his birthplace. I visited his childhood home. I see. Um. And Which he... probably could have been. Yeah, it's quite possible. Okay. Ohio. Missouri. Mm-hmm. Hannibal, Missouri. <laughs> and uh, yeah, my family went. It was one of those. My family took some vacations that, I mean, if someone proposed those now, I'd be like, you're out of your goddamn mind. But my family was big into, uh, they go to these timeshare things. Oh, my answer to that. Well, my, yeah, they go to these timeshares. One of them was like, hey, free tickets to Disney. You come to the timeshare. My parents sat there, listened to it for three hours. We went along and played in, like, the children area. And then they were just like, yeah, we're not going to buy a timeshare. Send us to Disney. And then this one time, we went to uh, Bronson, Missouri. This time, they go to the timeshare. Bronson or Branson? Branson. You're right. Cool. First time on this pod. <laughs> they, uh, they go to the timeshare. I guess they show up. I think they had enough people on the timeshare salesman. We're like, do you have any interest in a timeshare? My parents were like, not in the slightest. And they're like, here are your tickets. Take off. Oh, it that's was just Because normally it's a real hard sell, right? Right. They just sell you, sell you, sell you, sell you. I know from that Hannibal bit, speaking of Ham- Hannibal, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually just... named after Hannibal Burris. Oh, wow. Uh, and then time, makes... These times, uh, time moves fast or mm-hmm. backwards, something. It yeah. moves. Yeah. Flat circle. That's the fun. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that never meant anything to me? Don't if start, I'm being honest with you, don't start poking holes in paper right now, Charlie. I can't handle. I liked True Detective season one a lot. When he's like, "Time is a flat circle," I'm like, "That seems really cool." I kind of get what he's talking about. I don't understand what that concept meant at all. I know eh, people. Someone does. All right. A, I heard they all they stole it from uh, some book. All of all the cool shit that mm. uh, McConaughey said was from some author. I'm also like. Well, if the author doesn't care, it made for a great show. Who fucking... I wasn't going to read the book, so... Oh, you're telling me. I mean, they should pay the author or something, but 
at Agreed. a certain point, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm, if there's good stuff out there that I should have read. And what and a you... better way. I mean, that probably got people to read that book. Oh, for sure. Yeah, people were... I remember that a few few episodes into that show, people were really into like, oh my god, we've got this theory in the Yellow King. You got to go read this book so you can understand it. People get into TV shows in amount that I'm like, I don't have Mm-mm. like I don't want this to be a homework assignment. I want to sit down and watch this. Yeah. Do you like checkout TV stuff that's not a real heady or you just don't want it to bleed into the rest of your life? I don't want to do any you're at work researching, right? Yeah. Like the people who like are writing big Game of Thrones theories and stuff well, it's like pe- just keep watching the show they'll tell you they'll yeah find- I, I mean people come up and have all these theories and it's like what do you what do you want like i'm just gonna wait until they tell me and then if you're right i'll give you a high five is that right. what you're after yeah. i don't know that's exactly how i feel about religion too it's all these people who are like oh is it this is it that is it this it's like just fucking hold your horses and if you're right, I'll give you a high five. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like... Afterlife high five. Yeah, we'll find out. It'll or last a century, and it won't even feel like long. There you go. Or so I'm told. Is that Who told you that? Um, Some surfer dude in sandals. Hmm. All right. Or a white robe. Uh, heard of him. Fishishish jishish. Fishishish jishish. And so we've got book one, Tom Sawyer. I'll give you the I'll give you the bullet points on this Tom Sawyer. I'd love that. Oh, you're going back to book one. Book one, Tom Sawyer. Uh, I don't remember what your question specifically addressed. Just give me the rundown so that I can exist as a yeah as a, a supposedly educated uh, human. Remind me to get back to my vacation later. Oh, I got a little anecdote about the bald knobbers that the folks at home want to hear. So, <laughs> so we've got Tom Sawyer. It starts off. It's like he runs into Huck Finn, and Huck Finn's like. Hey, you got warts? You cure warts with a dead cat. And they're like, oh, great. Let's get the dead cat. It's silly stuff. Wait, like, so he had warts? It was like, Tom Sawyer's got a wart. So chapter one, Tom Sawyer's got to get rid of his wart. Okay. So naturally, Tom Sawyer sneaks out of his house late at night to go to the graveyard. Something like that. And then he's like, they're like, I'm pretty sure Cats we Cats can... had their own graveyard in the, at the turn of the century? No, no, no. I think they go to the graveyard, and then Huck, Huck Finn sees them. And uh, he's like, nah, you don't want to go to the graveyard. You want to find yourself a dead cat. So they do something with that. I don't know. Chapter two. (laughs) I like that we're doing this in chapters. This is the famous fence painting chapter. Uh, Which, this is the great story. Great tale. It's uh, Tom Sawyer. They're like, oh, you got to paint the fence because you're a piece of shit. And I'm, you know, Aunt B and I hate you. That's actually Andy Griffith, but it's... Real, real similar character. I thought it was Aunt T. Aunt B. Hmm. Aunt Aunt B. C D E. Did you ever watch Andy Griffith? I yeah, but I, I wouldn't remember character names or boy. I remember that There's... that jingle. I'm doing Adam's family, but yeah, it's. Uh... I won that round. <laughs> On to chapter three. I think we all know the fence thing. Actually, that's... to be honest, I, I I could use a refresher. All right. But so... that's the one thing that stuck out in my mind was that there was a fence, and they used the term whitewashing. He's got to whitewash the fence. So he goes, and he's like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Starts whitewashing the fence. An old, stupid guy in the neighborhood comes by, and he goes, what are you doing? He's like, I'm doing my favorite thing in the goddamn world. I'm whitewashing this fence. And he's like, what? That sounds terrible. He's like, all right, man, whatever. I'm just going to keep doing it. It's a blast. And the guy's like, hmm, 
could I try? And he's like, no way. No way you're whitewashing this fence. It's my thing. And the guy's like, hmm, what if I give you all the lint in my pocket? And Tom Sawyer's like, uh, all right, I'll let you whitewash for a little bit for you know, all the lint in your pocket. And then he's sitting there and the guy comes along. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, I'm whitewashing. Tom's letting me. And he's like, oh, can I try? Tom's like, hmm. If only if you have some buttons or something. So that, by the end of this, he's got like a lizard and half a kite and some tin cans, which at the time was you could like trade for a house or something. That's the way I read it. Yeah, well, I've never heard of lint in somebody's pocket being of any value. Was that your own folksy thing you added was my to own it? Folksy okay, thing. I thought it might be. But it was that kind of thing. He was like, I got some jacks, and the next guy's like, I got the you know, King of Spades playing card, and I drew tits on it, and that kind of thing. Ooh, Hitler mustache. I didn't (laughs) even know what it was at that point. He's like, this feels wrong. Yeah, people always say they'd go back in time and kill Hitler. I'd go back in time, draw Hitler mustaches on everything. People would be like, oh, what happened? That would be be mind-blowing. Oh, the Mayans predicted Hitler. (laughs) Because Charlie went back and carved a bunch of stashes on it. Yeah, that's... uh, For the record, I consider... Mayans are 0 for 1. Oh, on the whole calendar? Yeah, thing? they could use the... How dumb is that? We're like, did we think they were going to make an infinite calendar? I don't know. You Go stop. to my calendar. I have like, I don't have anything past December. Why the fuck would the Mayans have you know, exactly. thousands of years? I open up yours. It's like, uh-oh, Adam's got a dentist appointment in a couple months, and then he's going to kill himself. That would be... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, uh, I do hate dental work, so it depends on the diagnosis, prognosis. All right, so chapter three, we got uh, Tom. He's got a crush on like Betty Lou or whoever it is at his school. Hmm. So this, I remember this. This is a funny one. He's uh, he's sitting in class. He's like, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? She's like, I don't even know what that means. And he's like, oh, it's great. Having a girlfriend's the best. Yeah, where we get we get engaged or hitched, however you refer it. Ooh, hitched so, sounds right. I'm gonna... Yeah, we get hitched, and then we're girlfriend, and then... Uh, Let's do this the... Mad Lib style where... When you're not sure what kind of folksy slang they use, do you, you know, let me fill in the blank or give me some options? I'd be happy to. So then she's like, well, what's it? He's like, yeah, you just do it and uh, you're done forever and that's the person you're with. She's like, hmm, sounds okay. Where'd you hear about it? He's like, ah, I did it with another girl a little ways back. This girl's like, go fuck yourself. You're a piece of shit. Ah, she knew, she didn't know what it was, but she knew only only one. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But Tom, he, uh, he. He's got a crush on old buddy Lou, and he keeps at it. And uh, chapter four. I want to be, one quick question about chapter three. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we could turn a page or two mm-hmm. back, uh, Betty Lou wasn't old, right? No, Betty also Lou's adding that in. Like nine years. I old. knew that answer, okay. and I regret bringing it up. Just derailing as I do. So then we got uh, chapter four. Now there's a character, and uh, I'm going to say cover your ears if you don't like a, an old racist term, but. Uh, I believe his name was Injun Jim, mm. and he is the bad guy in the story, and he is an Injun, which my understanding was like like an Indian, but implicitly bad. That's kind of how I am. Interesting. He was like... Injun. I always assumed Injun was uh, along the lines of uh, Inuit, but I could be wrong. Ah, that could Eskimo. be. Eskimo. That's not out of the question. Can we say Eskimo? We could say Eskimo. You can't call everybody in a coat an Eskimo, but you can call people who are in the Eskimo tribe an Eskimo. Well, that's why I'm a snowbird. I can't control it, so I leave <laughs> during the winter or I get myself in trouble. So, in, he's the bad guy, and uh, 
Tom goes on one of his fun. He's like, you know, it'd be great if we broke into the old empty mansion or whatever. They go and they break in there and they're like, oh, I hear there's gold in here. Isn't that funny? And then these, uh, maybe they didn't say that. I don't, but so in, Injun Jim and all these people come in. They're like, oh, wow, we're going to hide our gold here. And they're like murder. They like witness a murder. Oh. And then they escape and they're like, we got to get the gold. I don't know. There's some gold involved. Wait, they're not worried about justice for the murder? I think they're all bad dudes. Oh, I thought you meant the kids were like worried about going back and taking the gold. Yeah, they were worried about going Tom back. And- the, yeah. Okay, so they were also bad But I'm bad saying that dudes. they're not worried about the murder because... Oh, it was a bad dude Those guys murdered? were all bad dudes. I think it was the kind of thing where you're like, oh, yeah, the local gold thief got murdered. That's not their biggest issue. Okay. Maybe they were. I don't know. Fair enough. So that's chapter six, whatever we're on. Then we uh, we continue. So then here's the fun part where uh, Tom Sawyer, he, they go off to an island. Him and Huck and his girlfriend, they all go to this island. And uh, they hang yeah. out on the island for a little while. And then they're like, oh, we got to go home. And they go back or something. And everyone has presumed them dead. Everyone's like... Because they're on an island? Did they swim or did they take a boat? I think they made themselves a little boat. And they went out there. They're like, we're playing pirate for a while. They spent a few days out there. And I think they were like hiding out or something. And then they're like, all right, let's go back and check it out. And everyone's like, oh. Tom's dead. It was for sure Tom's dead. And the other two, they're like, oh, I think we Tom found died? Him. They're like, Tom Sawyer's dead. That's it, the end. They, so they hold Tom a funeral, and Tom does the classic move, sneaks in to watch his own funeral. Oh. And then I think he collapsed through the ceiling during his own funeral. Oh, I like Class, Classic Tom. This, is, this should have been televised. Have they not tried to make any sort of... No, they certainly have. This is better. Okay, I haven't seen it, but... Yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing about the book, it's a little, it's fairly episodic. Like, I'm telling, the, the way these stories go, like, there is a narrative throughout the whole book, but then they just go, like, you know, chapter one, the fence thing. They're, like, telling all these little stories, and then they've got a little bit of a through line. Should be a series. Yeah. It's like a great series. Miniseries. I'd watch it. Uh, I don't think you could make it gritty enough, though. That's what Huck Finn was about. We'll get to Huck Finn. So then, anyway... Tom, they go. There's like a field trip in a mine, and uh, a field trip in a mine. Get out of here. School? I think so. There's like everybody's going in the mine. Then Injun Jim finds Tom and his girlfriend in the mine, chases after them. They go slip into one area. They can't find their way out. They're trapped in this mine for like a week, and they eventually get their way out of the mine. These kids are like ten years old. This <laughs> is insane. The school just let. Hmm. I don't this know. This feels very. This feels very much like these TV shows where it's like, ah, oh, we're teachers and we get in all these hijinks or like all this crazy stuff happens at the school, but there's no boundary of like, well, a teacher couldn't just push a kid like that and get away. You know what I mean? Right. It feels like the, the reality is... You watch... I, then again, the nineteen early 1900s, maybe a different time. You watch these shows where it's like, oh, you know, this week there was like, you know, this part of the school started fire. Like there's a lizard that escaped over here and it's like, well... People should get fired midway through season one of this show where this yeah, horribly right. managed. Like, how has this principal stayed on his character? I can suspend disbelief for quite a few things, but at a certain point, it's just like, well, when all the humor derives from just abandoning kind of some of the social contracts behind, you know, running a school, for example, it's like, what else you got? Yeah, the number of uh, shows that include some sort of... Uh, 
teacher student relationship that's incredibly inappropriate that not not like sexually or anything yeah but just, but like, just yeah you can't be teaching kids life lessons this way you mm-hmm. that uh mr finney guy you watch boy meets world mr finney finney mm-hmm. there's an episode where he like encouraged uh topanga and what's it and cory to like sleep in the same bed do you remember what that? no i do not it was a weird there's like oh see if any you know can you sleep in the same bed and not have it be... Sa- he was like, probably like a good point, but it's like, well, this is a fireable. Yeah. Hmm. And then I think Corey was like, people were like, oh, what happened? And he's like, uh, yeah, you know, made out and stuff. And then... Really? I, I don't, don't remember know. this, I but... Um, I feel like I saw half of every episode of that show. Hmm. Was this another... Were you projecting as in Harry Potter? No, they had a lesson in it where it was like, don't, don't be an asshole and tell people that you... Made out when you didn't? Yeah. Okay. That was a good... Like, Mr. Feeney was the hero in that I remember episode. there was a Halloween episode that scared the shit out of me of that one when I was little. Mm. People started dying and the lights would shut off and someone would die. Like, it was very, like, probably corny and just, like... I think those writers a child, get a little too excited when they're like, yeah. we've got an episode that can take place outside of reality a little bit. And then they're like, okay, we'll mm-hmm. start murdering people. That's You gotta be careful with that. Yeah, I don't know what it is. As a child, murder, scary. It's weird. So anyway, Tom gets out and uh, goes, and he's like, Injun Jim tried to kill us. And uh, then there's like a courtroom scene. Tom's, he's like, Injun Jim did it. And Injun Jim's like, didn't do it. And then they're like. There's like a whole chapter of the courtroom. Yeah. There's a point where somehow he's like, but I can prove it. And here's how. And he proves it. And then Injun Jim throws a knife at Tom. You know, end over end knife. Tom holds up the Bible, and the knife sticks in the Bible and doesn't kill him. And they just like tackle Engine Jim. I love it. Can I applaud? Huh? Can I applaud? Applaud. You want to open the next beer? Yeah. All right. So that's our buddy Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, kind of minor character in that. Um. Then we got Huck. Huck Finn gets his own spinoff series. Apparently they used to do that with epic novels, is they do a spinoff. And uh, this one, Huck Finn, he's like at his place, and there's uh, there, he's referred to as N-Word Jim is the is the other character in this one. Wait, so there's Engine Jim and N-Word Jim? Ah, shit. His name's not Engine Jim. <laughs> <laughs> his name must be... Engine Joe. I think it's Engine Joe. It's along those lines. Okay. Yeah, that would be some real lazy writing if he just throws a slur in front of the name Jim for, for every <laughs> in two books. So we've okay, got. So we we already passed book one. We passed book, passed one. book one. We're on to book two. All right. This book, Huck Finn's like living on a trash heap, and it's like, hey, his abusive uncle uh, didn't come home this week, and Huck Finn's like, ah, oh, well. There's uh there's old Jim over there and Jim's like I gotta get out of here I gotta escape and uh, so Huck is like okay well let's build a raft and let's get you on the Mississippi and we'll get you up north for freedom. Mm-hmm. Now I think the Mississippi flows up. North. That was gonna be my next question. My interpretation of this book the whole time was they're trying to get him north to free him. I feel like that's how I've always. But they were on the Mississippi. The Mississippi is a very important part of this book. It's like this whole setting of the book. Can you go up the Mississippi? Can you go not both on a raft? Ah, oh, boy, I were don't they, know. Were was... these kids secretly trying to get him to Mexico? I was like, let's get this we'll guy get to, to the that. Gulf. Okay, 
All right, I think this is a good time. What the hell is like a bongle head? What did you say before? <laughs> the uh, the could, bald knobbers. Bald knobber. I could not let that go. So I've fact-checked this in my own life since it happened to be like, is that a like a dream I had as a kid? Did I invent that memory? But we went to Silver Dollar City in... Branson, already going to need something. Branson, Missouri. Okay. It's like a weird amusement park kind of thing. And so we go on this one ride. Uh, did you pour yourself this? Some of yeah, this not a ton. Oh, okay. Mm, um, more. So we go on this one ride called Fire in the Hole. And Fire in the Hole, it was kind of like a, a Car- Pirates of the... You ever go on Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney World? Yeah. It, yeah, so you're sitting in this thing and it's like, oh, look, there's pirates and they're... Ah! You know, they're raping this lady and they're like... There's a little bit of weird. Is there more than one Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Uh, I remember that part, but well, but there's all those. It's like animatronics. Yeah, right. So this same kind of thing, except the uh, the subject matter of it was the bald knobbers, and the bald knobbers were essentially the local low rent vigilante group who looked real similar to the KKK. They looked like if the KKK couldn't afford points on their hoods, they had like horns they had like flower sacks with painted on faces and horns and they were definitely the heroes of this ride so it was you'd we'd go through and it'd be like they were literally like ah oh, here's the bald knobbers lighting this house on fire here's the because it was fire in the hole it was like the story of when the bald knobbers like lit a bunch of shit on fire what these guys it was unclear like they're definitely with the like the south or with the north they were mm-hmm. just kind of like ah they go through town and they like get rid of bad guys and it was we're bad guys well that's the th- i'm and why Grand... are they so easy to just go get rid of okay right a lot of questions so we ca- i read the wikipedia page on this within the year the wikipedia page wikipedia the, <laughs> the low my, wikipedia that's my buddy who uh he makes up his own facts <laughs> you send him a letter he'll put it online <laughs> Love it. Go ahead. So I read the Wikipedia page. They were like, yeah, you know, uh, there's some questions about it. Back in the 90s, they removed the part of the ride that made it look like the ride was about to go off the rails. I guess that was like a like a, do okay. a where it was like you thought the ride broke. And then they'd be like, okay. just kidding. You're going to live, which is kind Fun of a gag. In a way, mm. it's a little bit of an abuse of like, no, it definitely what a roller is. coaster was, is supposed it, there's to be. Really, it's not that fun. Um. Yeah, and they were like, eh, it's it's a weird thing, but it's still in existence. And if you go to like, I think like the hotel there, they've got like a little, it's like, oh, go to this channel and they've got a story about the bald knobbers and just give it a Google. It's, uh, it's, they're very scary to look at. Okay. It's scarier than the clan because you don't like, it's well, ambiguous. It's a, right. Because the clan, you're like, oh, I have a context that I know these guys are just, and then. This is like, ah, this ragtag bunch who painted these faces on. And you're almost like, well, this is creepier in its own way. Right. The bald knobbers don't sound scary in and of themselves, but scary partly because the way they look and partly because it's like, who the hell, ma- like, what are you, what is this supposed to be? Who made this? What's, what's the end game here? Yeah. So, uh, Huck gets on this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move past it because I'm, I'm uncomfortable with the bald knobbers. Fair, fair enough. And, uh, not the best vacation, but had some moments. So, the next ride, the slob knobbers, <laughs> two fisted, uh, two two fisted uh, slobber. Oh yeah, we discussed that in the uh, the OJ episode. Two fisted slobber. That's how I refer to my barber for the long time listeners. 
Oh yeah, what was that? For? Okay, well that's well, a brat's guy. I'll go the... back and listen. Yeah, he drinks two beers at once. Oh yeah, they put him on the board at the brewer yep. game. Don't be a two-fisted slobber. All right. Excuse me. So Dino, Huck Finn, they're like, let's get on this raft, go against the current up the Mississippi River, and uh, so they're going up, and it's the same kind of thing. Where like at one point they run into this family who is the equivalent of uh, what's it, the McCoys and the Hatfields. You know, those, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. The Hatfields and the McCoys. They're like a two families that have just been mad at each other for 200 years. Okay. It's real silly. It's a thing in like the South. They're like, we have a rivalry between our families and every once in a while, our cousins murder each other. It's, it's pretty dumb. Doesn't need to yeah, keep... Yeah, senseless violence. Sounds pretty dumb. Yeah. So they run into the equivalent of those folks. They keep going. They witness like a murder on a boat or something. You sound so bored by the murder. Was it interesting, or they just they're like ah sec- second murder we witnessed under our belt? It wasn't uh, wasn't my my thing. I don't know. It was they're like ah we got to get out of here. There's then they pick up uh, the king and the duke. This is a fun little. Th- they pick up these two just like old homeless guys essentially. They're like hey you want to hang out on our raft? They're like yeah that sounds good. Um, and then they're telling one of them's telling a story where he. He's like, oh yeah, you know, actually, I'm not, uh, not really that poor. I, uh, I come from royalty, and I'm a duke. Like that's that's the thing. And uh, and then the other guy's like, that's a pretty crazy story. Coincidence? I'm actually a king. They're like, holy moly! And uh, I think Huck Finn gets it, and I think Jim's just like, holy moly, that's that's pretty Mm -hmm. crazy. And they're just like, well, we're we're royalty. They just kind of declare that. Okay. Tell me, what do you think about this? Olden times, when kids and adults could just, like, oddly meet and hang out for some weird reason, and it turns into this weird rafting experience. Mm-hmm. Were those better times? No. It feels like uh, it could be odd, but for every time, uh, you know, a child doesn't get touched, it'd be like, that'd be a something you don't forget, is when you met a duke and a king. Yeah. I will say that uh, I think Huck Finn's, like, 16 at this point. He's... Good he's for him. Got a few years on him, and he's scruffy and whatnot. Okay, so That's you can the best scrap. word to describe him. Scruffy? scruffy. Yeah, he's the scruffy version of Tom Sawyer, and they're all. It's like Tom Sawyer would wear a, a stupid, um, like straw hat mm-hmm. with overalls, and Huck Finn wouldn't be able to afford a hat. He'd just have dirt on his face. That's that's how I can. That's the paint picture I can paint for you. Okay. Um. So eventually, at one point. Near the end, they get to, Jim gets locked up in somebody's place, and they're like, Jim's a slave again, and uh, it's a real bummer. He's in, he's in like a chicken coop. It's a real bummer. So the <laughs> best color commentary for someone being enslaved. It's a real bummer. Everyone's a little, little disappointed that Jim's a slave again. Well, we'll get this. So Tom Sawyer, he shows back up at this point. Uh Maybe they went back to where Tom Sawyer lived or something. So they got Jim in like a chicken coop, and Tom Sawyer shows up in like the last 50 pages of the book, and he's like, I'll help us get Jim out. Here's how we got to get Jim out. And they keep doing these stupid things where they're like, they dig him out, and then they're like, okay, but for some reason you can't actually leave. So it was like they would get him out, and then it's very hard to describe. The end of the book was awful. Made okay. no sense. The was whole the children failing to free a slave? 
Yeah, because they were like, they could free him, but Tom Sawyer, he lives in like this fantasy world. He likes everything to be a game. Mm -hmm. And so he was just like intentionally not freeing Jim and made the whole thing real silly. And then like twist at the end, they're like, oh, turns out your former owner, she died and wrote a thing that said, you're not a slave anymore. So this whole time, you were actually free. What? And Tom, like, knew that or something. It was insane. I'm very lost. It's it's hard to describe. I was so furious reading the end of that book because, and I heard, I just listened to a Gladwell's podcast, Revisionist History. He was talking about Twain spent years, I think, rewriting the end of that, and he blew it. It's a It's a train wreck of an ending where he just brings in, it's like, oh, he advanced past the silliness of Tom Sawyer for two-thirds of the novel, doesn't know what to do, brings back silly Tom Sawyer, silly Tom Sawyer, ruins the tone of the book, nah, it doesn't matter. Whole thing, whole thing blows. Okay. <clears throat> I'm kind of glad I didn't read it. Um, Good book in a lot of regards. Uh, a lot of, a lot of N-words. Some of the, okay. Caught some heat for that. That's a common point of discussion. People are like, uh, hey, should we have all these, should we have kids reading? Oh, I see. Book with all these N-words. Is Mark Twain a racist? And it's like, well, Mark Twain is definitely, well, I don't know, that'd be a little bit of a, but he was like, he got In the, in the context of his time, he, he wasn't by any means. Actually, I'm going to say Twain wasn't, like, Twain was satirizing the whole thing. Like, he might have been a racist by some standards, but he was like, he was writing a book that was very Well, the fact that the only person using the N-word was the, like, the latch, latchkey kid kind of made me think that. Oh, he wasn't that the only was person who was using the N-word. Oh, everyone was a using it. A ton of people were using it. Oh, all right. Well, then the I whole have no book idea. is N-word this and N-word that. And then... Then I, uh, yeah, I revoke any opinion. But it's it's done in a way that, you know, if I had read it on my own, the age that I did, I wouldn't have picked up on Twain was really progressive. I'd be like, this guy shouldn't use the N-word. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh, no, he knew he was doing this for a reason. Uh, I don't know how many people read it at the time and got it, but... I know, satirical. Twain's a funny dude. Tell me about it. Tell me about him a little bit. I, I watched some video about these um, these people that sail the world on this kind of ragtag ship, and uh, there was like a Mark Twain quote in this documentary of like, "Explore the world, or you're a douche." And I was like, "Did Mark Twain was this just an author telling people they're losers if they don't explore?" And he was just sitting there writing stuff, or did he have his own adventures of sort? I think he bebopped around. I think he uh, saw, but I don't think he saw a whole lot more than. Well, actually, I don't remember. I did. Here's some. I did a. I read his biography. Um. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I read. I read his biography, and I once went to like, as a kid, I went with my family to see like a Mark Twain reenactor, like tell stories as Mark Twain. Hmm. Uh, kind of weird. Kind of weird experience. So there were plenty of stories in that biography that yeah there okay. was one at one point life. he had the opportunity to like invest in the telephone and he didn't he blew Ooh, that you he fucking blew that one buddy yep, screwed that one up big time who hmm so before it was a there like it had been invented but not wasn't everywhere yet right there was like hey Graham bell wants some investment money in this and people were like it's silly you call from upstairs to downstairs who cares like people didn't oh, get... I see it started right they didn't get the broader Right. I was gonna say that's a pretty, mu- it's a pretty also, insane thing to pass up. Like, hey, uh, I can send, I can have a conversation with someone 
you know, miles away. Maybe at the time that wasn't the case is what you're saying. But yeah, I think they just so. people didn't have the vision for it. And they're gotcha. just like, yeah, who who cares? Um, yeah, here's another little thing about them. You know that uh, that Haley's Comet comes by every 83 years, whatever it is. Yep. Uh, I think he was like born and died mm. on like the day of each of us. Something it was really? something bizarre like that. Okay. Something real kooky where, uh, yeah, it was like he was born first day Haley's Comet died the next time it went by. Um, which I don't. Has it happened in uh, our lifetime? Am I gonna not see the next one? Ah. Uh... I'm gonna say it happened in like uh, 1990. That's gonna be my guess, and we'll get another in maybe our lifetime. I don't know. Okay, we'll see. I'll I'll make sure to eat my leafy greens. Yeah, if you want to. I don't know. Why I said it like that. People would probably lose their with like the internet and everything right now. We because people are getting all excited for this eclipse. Oh yeah, when's that Monday? I think so. What do I have to? Am I gonna hurt my eyes? Right, I gotta look through something. I don't know. Uh, my they're at my work. They're like, it's gonna get dark on Monday, and I'm like, wait, what does that mean? What time is it gonna get dark? Noon, I think. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Right? Okay. I thought this was one of those things you have to go outside at night. No. Because I never do that. No, I know you don't. Every time they're like, hey, there's a there's a storm field in the sky with the planets. I feel like you're just like, well, yeah, but have they ended mosquitoes yet? And we're like, <laughs> no. And then you're just like, well, I'm staying here. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but Twain has a Twain has about as many. Twain's got a lot of great quotes, and also, there's a lot of great quotes that just sound like he could have said it, and everybody just gives those to him. Mm-hmm. My dad's got a shirt. I'm pretty sure this, with his face on it, pretty sure this isn't something he said, but it's, uh, oh, how's it go? It's, it's one of my favorite quotes. It's like, you can either stay silent and appear stupid, or open your mouth and remove all doubt. Something like that. It's a real, oh, okay. it's a good, like it. uh, yeah. It's fun to have on a shirt. It's, it's good. Yeah. And you look you don't just look like one of it's those. It's fun to, it's fun having a shirt. Yeah, have it's a good look. Wearing <laughs> clothes. Good look. Now if you, I feel like if you just had that on your shirt without Mark Twain's face, it'd be like, ah, this is just one of those stupid mm-hmm. stupid ironic teas. I got mad this is wanna hear something sad. I got mad at my boss at work. Ooh, and uh, I was looking up I was like, how can I really stick it to this Because fu- he's such a fucking stickler for the rules and just like this guy would French his mom if it was in the rule book. Like, he's such a <laughs> fucking nerd. I say that like a bully. I was never a bully. Um, but I just hate this guy. And so I was looking, and one of the quotes was, uh, any fool can make a rule. Wait. <laughs> God damn it. Any fool can make a rule. Something that... it takes a wise uh, man to follow one. So is it... No, it was like... Uh, any fool, any stool could make a rule and any fool would mind it. Something along those lines. I don't think stool. Boy. That doesn't sound right. It really le- left a lasting impression on me. Yeah. Um, a lot of build up for how much you hated your boss. And, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, do you want me to get... Hmm. Fucking fuck that guy. I got a lot of people at work probably see me logging on to our pod page. And if you're out there, fucking uh, Nathan Borner is a douche. Oh, wow. All right. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't think I, anyone's listening. I don't think so either, but I'm excited. I also don't think that'd be a weird move to be like, hey, uh, you might want to, you get a mention at minute 53 <laughs> in, in one of your employees' podcasts. You might want to check it out. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm looking forward to three episodes from now. And, uh, 
when I get those, fired. Those chickens come home to roost, but but I think it's worth it. You don't give a shit. No, I mean, I don't. Yeah. Another another day, another story for that. Thank you, uh, thank you for educating me on this. This uh, I had I'm some fun to, always. as always. It's, uh, time o'clock to get uh, going o'clock. Yeah, that list should be coming out. You, uh, let's, uh, let's go down. Knob header. What was it? Bald knobbers. Bald knobber. Everyone, Google bald knobber and uh, learn a little something about. Uh, and harass my boss on Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> and Instagram. Oh, oh God, please don't do that. Uh, <laughs> we do not have enough listeners for, for any of those to get through. Uh, we'll send the bald knobbers after him. All right, Ooh, they do it. You just give them a name, and those guys start burning shit. They <laughs> they seem pretty happy to just Good follow night. any direction. As all good guys are. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, boy, thank you for your time. Have a lovely rest of your day. Okay. That was something. I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was good.